Hello, and welcome to the Untamed Yogini Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Marie, your womb yoga priestess. I'm a certified yoga teacher specializing in yoga for women, womb health, and feminine spirituality. In a world structured for disconnection, my goal is to empower you in living deeply rooted to the wisdom of your body, personal gifts, and divine sovereignty, so you can meet yourself where you are and navigate the seasons of womanhood with confidence and grace. I believe when we restore the balance within ourselves, the world will follow. But it begins with the self, right here, right now, one womb at a time. Now let's jump in. Hello, welcome. I recently had a longtime friend and yoga client reach out to me and ask how I operate running my business when I'm feeling so exhausted during the second part of my cycle. So today, I thought I would answer this exact question here in an episode because I know many of you who either operate your own business or teach yoga may experience the very same thing, and working with your cycle is a complete game changer. So let's just get right on into it. How do I teach when I'm exhausted in the descending phases of my cycle? Well, it can be a challenge for sure, right? Because life goes on and you have to make a living, right? However, if you know your cycle really, really well, you will have a better time anticipating these experiences. And here's the thing about your cycle. It's predictable. And this is in your favor. So how you experience it from how I experience it, it may be different. And that's why it's very important to track your cycle. So that's what I'm going to share with you today, how to track your cycle. Okay. So if you're not familiar with tracking your cycle, let me share how it works. (laughs) Tracking your cycle is not just about tracking when you bleed. Although this is very helpful and it is one piece to the puzzle, it's only that. It's just a piece because you actually have four phases to your cycle. So by understanding each of these phases and like when they occur and how they occur, that's the first piece. Then you need to track your cycle every single day. Yes, I said it. Every single day. (laughs) I know that this might seem really tedious at first, but like anything new, right? When you start to integrate it into your life, it will eventually become second nature, but it takes some practice. So if you're not used to tracking your cycle every day, just know that this is a practice, just like your yoga practice. Okay. And I like to remind my clients, it takes about three months to integrate these habits fully. And as well, really recognize the reoccurring patterns of your cycle. So, you know, you could track one month and you might know that you took a couple mental notes over the years uh, or over the past recent months. And you might start to, you might notice uh, something that comes up over again. But in order to get a more in-depth understanding, right, it's going to take about three months for those patterns to reveal themselves to you. Because there might be things that you have noted before, but there might be a whole lot that you're still missing. So tracking your cycle every single day is still very, very important, even if you think you know your cycle really well. So tracking it every single day, 
And yes, again, it will take time, but it will become second nature. And this is how you learn your personal rhythms really, really well. All right. So you're starting to track your cycle. What is exactly that you're tracking? (laughs) You want to track how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically. So some examples of this would be bloating or cramps, fatigue, feeling dry or wet, energized, strong, outgoing, recluse, happy, depressed, anxious, excited, drained, sharp, curious, productive, hungry, (laughs) not hungry, exhausted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? These are just several descriptions that you could have when tracking mental, emotional, and energetic components. You can also track your cervical mucus, basal body temperature, and position of your cervix to track your ovulation for natural method of birth control. However, I'm just going to throw it in there so that you know that that's something that can be done, but I'm going to make a completely different episode on that um, at another time. So let's get back into it. By tracking these symptoms every single day, you're going to start to notice those patterns unfold within each phase. There will be particular things that happen in each phase that will start to become quite predictable. So an example, you might notice a rise in your energy levels mid-bleed or post-bleed. And that's because your follicular phase overlaps your bleed, your menstruation phase. Don't worry if you don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to phases. We're going to break each one down. You may notice that you have a more positive outlook on life during that time and that you want to implement new things and new ideas. Or that you feel really strong and confident during your ovulation phase. Or that maybe you become really negative and nitpicky during your luteal phase. Or maybe really withdrawn during your menstruation phase. Now, these are pretty general statements and tend to be really uh, overall felt by many during these particular phases. So I'm going to share some of my own personal patterns so you kind of get an idea of how how intimate it can really be, right? How personal it can be. So some of my personal patterns include, um, you know, during my follicular phase, I really feel like this overwhelming creative energy. And I, there's so many things that I want to do and so many ideas that I have that I really have to write them down because I get really overwhelmed. So I get overwhelmed with so many beautiful creative ideas. This is just that burst of new life energy during my my ovulation phase, okay, I tend to feel really confident, but then also my body like thins out and my skin tends to glow. And I also feel a lot more frisky, if you know what I mean. And there are particular little pings (laughs) of that along the way. Okay, so during my luteal phase, this is when energy tends to plummet, and I really will start to become very pessimistic, and my patience wears. My patience really, really wears. Like, I just don't have any more time for bullshit, and I become a bit short. Um, Not in a way that I'm, like, pissed off, but in a way that I just don't want to exert any extra energy. And one very... (laughs) very particular, uh, funny symptom that I had during my luteal phase for a long time. And sometimes still do is I get cravings for hamburgers and handstands. (laughs) It's so unique. I know 
but there are reasons to it. Okay. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the communication of your cycle later, but your, your cycle really is communicating to you at all times through how you experience each phase. So, you know, that's very particular to me, right? Like handstands and hamburgers during luteal phase. (laughs) And then during my menstruation phase, I tend to be quite weepy, right? Like I really just yearn to release, right? It's almost like pressure has built and I just crave the bleed. I crave the bleed and I feel so good that I'm finally releasing and that and my emotions really begin to release as well. So I really make space and time for myself to be able to just cry and feel whatever there is to feel because just like uh, the shedding of the uterine lining, right, which is your bleed, your your menstruation phase, energetically, emotionally, a lot of things tend to want to be purged during that time as well. So I give my space, myself space to do that. Oh, so you might hear some of your own patterns in the things that I've shared, but I really want to encourage you to track your cycle and get intimate with your own personal rhythms because there's a lot of communication happening, like I said, right? So each phase, each symptom that you feel is communicating to you. It's communicating to you on a physical, mental, and energetical, energetical, energetic level. So where you feel particularly challenged, listening to the communication of your cycle can really lead you to bringing balance and harmony back into that, into that phase. So, you know, your patterns and my patterns, they can change and they can change for various reasons, whether you're sick, whether you're on medication, whether you're stressed, whether you haven't slept. If your environment has changed, I mean, really the list goes on. Your cycle can shift for so many different reasons. You, you, it can even shift if you're around different women and you start to sync up your cycle, which we know that all that that happens all the time. So really understanding your cycle, your personal rhythms, that's going to give you so much more insight as to what's going on. And you're going to actually become more sensitive to when things change, you'll feel it in your body. You'll feel it in your cycle. You'll feel it in your soul. And this is your internal guidance system. So this really helps you to increase your intuitive abilities as well. All right, let's go ahead and break it down. So again, if you don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to menstruation and follicular and luteal and all these things, that's what we're going to get into right now. So just a side note before I jump in, I also have a couple other episodes where I break down the four phases of your cycle and how they correlate to the seasons. One is called the seasons of menstruation. And there's another one where you can actually learn how to apply your yoga practice to the four phases of your cycle called seasons of your cycle and how to adapt your yoga practice that you might also want to check out. So these two, if you really want to kind of integrate and download the four phases into your mind, body, soul, like really learning it. If it's like new to you, check out these other episodes as well. And it'll help to further integrate it into, into your, uh, your knowledge and your wisdom. All right. So now I'm going to share the challenges and the superpowers of each phase so that you can work with them to optimize your business and self care. Okay. We're going to start with menstruation because menstruation is the first phase. A lot of times you think it's the last phase, but it's kind of both, right? So day one of your bleed is actually 
day one of a new cycle. So this is a dying off of an old cycle, hence the release, the menstruation, right? And it's also the rebirth of another. Think of it more like a, like a new moon, okay? A dark moon. So <laughs> yeah, this, this death rebirth, it's no wonder that it takes so much energy. And that's why we're so exhausted <laughs> during this time. So this is optimally a time for rest and reflection. And your body tells you that, right? We tend to fight this uphill battle of like, I still have to get things done, but I'm so tired. Gosh, I wish I wasn't so tired when I bleed. It's making you tired for a reason because it is important to rest. That's why we have winter. It's important to rest. Okay. I recently read something about trees they did this experiment where they like injected the trees into some so that they didn't go into like a hibernation state for like winter. And those trees died off really, really fast. That just shows you how important it is to rest, right? Listen to the seasons, the seasons of nature. They'll tell you exactly what it is you're supposed to do as well as the seasons that are in your womb space. Okay. It, again, it is a road map. We have the seasons of nature built into us, reminding us every single month of what to do. So menstruation is a time for rest. It's a time for reflection. And yes, you are going to be tired. And those challenges of feeling exhausted, emotional, and even crampy are there, reminding you that it's a time for rest. Okay. Now, even though you might feel exhausted, your superpowers are intact during this phase. So the right and the left hemispheres of your brain are actually more balanced, and this helps you to give to give you a more clearer perspective. Hence the reflection part, right? You can actually reflect and get more clear perspective on things. And your senses, they're heightened, and the veils to the other worlds are thinner, making your intuition stronger, okay? So yeah, you might feel a little emotional. That doesn't mean that your brain isn't working well. You're, you're feeling all of these things, right? You're... you're uh, brain has more clarity. Your uh, emotions are heightened. Your intuition is heightened. And this is a really great time to utilize when it comes to your life and your business without having to really do a whole lot, right? It's not a physical effort kind of job. So first off, I want to recommend taking the first couple of days of your bleed off. So your heavier days, whatever that is, maybe it's two, three days, just simply rest as much as you can. Now, I understand if you have to work because unfortunately, the society that we live in, it does not honor our cyclical nature. It works by the sun rhythms, not by the moon. We are the moon. So it's really up to you to work with your cycle and implement it into your life the best that you can. So hopefully, you know, after you learned how to utilize your cycle, you set yourself up, right, to take the most energetically draining tasks off your plate first before your bleed. If you're a yoga teacher and you need to teach a class, this is a great opportunity for you to just simply hold space for your students. This is a powerful practice as a teacher. So, you know, you can lead them rather than demonstrating and your intuition is going to be heightened. So you can really lean in and trust that you're going to be leading to serve exactly where it is that they need without a ton of effort. Okay. All right, we're going to move into follicular phase. So think of this as a spring. So follicular phase is when your energy actually begins to return. It's a rebirth. It's that spring energy and it overlaps menstruation. So you want to be careful not to push yourself too hard if you're still bleeding. I always like to remind my students, 
honor your bleed. Okay. Because it's very easy to be like, okay, my energy is returned. I'm just going to go ahead and push. This is kind of the downfall of follicular phase. There's not many downfalls of follicular phase, to be quite honest. It's pretty awesome. However, this would be it because because it overlaps and you may still be bleeding when you get that burst in energy, you want to make sure that you're still honoring your bleed and taking care of yourself and just ease your way in. So like, don't push yourself too hard. So those would be the challenges. But yeah, you get this surge of energy to do more and to create more, which is so beautiful. So pace yourself until your bleed is done uh, and just ease in. So in the beginning of this awakening, I tend to brain dump all of my ideas and that way I'm getting them all out. So I shared that earlier, right? I just, I have this surge of creativity is kind of bursting out and I do to harness it and put it on paper, which really helps so that I can start to witness which ones are actually calling to me more. And so this is a tool that I recommend. Uh, this is a great time to start new projects, to get back into existing ones and just really use that creative force. So one of your superpowers here is you actually are able to retain more information if learning something new. How cool is that? So ideally, if there is something you are being called to implement into your business or teachings, this is a perfect time to do it so that you have more of a potential for it to stick. So you can use this boosting creativity and brain power to create your schedule of tasks that you might need to be done for the month and align them with your cycle. Okay. So a perfect, a personal example of this is how I could set up my podcast schedule, right? And then focus on recording the month's content within my follicular and ovulation phases. Or I could create the theme of up the upcoming month in my intuitive yoga flow membership. Now, side note, <laughs> Shameless plug in here. If you've been wanting to practice with me, the doors are now open from today, okay, through September 30th for you to enter for October. So, October, we're going to be journeying into satya or truth and how it applies to all areas of your life by working with the chakras. So, if you're interested in doing that and signing up, becoming a member, visit my website, www.untamedyogini.com to learn more and you can register. All right, I'm done with my plug in. Would love to invite you in, but let's get back to it. Um, so follicular phase, it can last up to two weeks or sometimes longer, depending on how long your cycle is. And it's just the steady increase of energy, AKA estrogen that is peaking at ovulation. All right. So ovulation is when the egg is released onto its journey toward your uterus. Again, this is the peak season and it's also the shortest phase only lasting a couple of days, meaning you can include that peaked energy into about like three to four days of your cycle. However, you only have about 24 hours to fertilize the released egg. So actual ovulation is when the egg is released and the time in which it's fertile. Now, with that said, you can take advantage of this ovulation estrogen dominant energy during those few days leading up through ovulation. Does that make sense? So downfalls of ovulation, unless you're really estrogen dominant and you are, you know, feeling uncomfortable mood swings and things like that, that absolutely can happen during ovulation. But when you're in balance, I mean, it's pretty, pretty sexy, pretty sexy, uh, (laughs) pretty sexy phase. (laughs) 
<laughs> so again, coming back to that communication of your cycle, right? When you feel the symptoms and you start to notice these symptoms kind of unfold, if you're not feeling that sexy, vibrant energy during ovulation, you've got something else going on and it's continuing, that is communication saying that there might be something that we need to adjust here. And then you can get into it, right? And you can start making uh, pivots in how you care for yourself. So your superpowers here are stellar communication skills, boost in confidence, and pheromones that attract. So this can be used to your advantage, right? By having important conversations or meetings, you can use it to socialize and network. You, if you're a teacher that, um, if you're a teacher that records content for your students, this could be a great time to batch content and overall get the heaviest loads of your work done to better prepare for rest. Because as you move toward luteal phase, which is the next phase before menstruation, you're going to be waning. Your energy is going to start depleting. So prioritize what the heaviest and most important tasks are so that you can get done ahead of time. All right. Lastly, we head into your luteal phase. Think of this as autumn. So this is a descending transitional phase as your energy begins to wane, as I had mentioned before to prepare you for the deep rest that's being called upon you for menstruation or the winter phase. This is a time for essentially like letting go. And it often gets a bad rep due to the common PMS symptoms, moodiness, lack of energy, and sharp tongue <laughs> due to the lack of patience that can happen. However, there are superpowers that lie within this beautiful autumn phase of your cycle. One, that you will tend to be hyper aware of your surroundings and what's not working and what's unfinished. So this can come in forms of physical, environmental, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Yes, all of it, <laughs> all of it. We got to look at it at a holistic level. So it's really going to be up to you to navigate mindfully. But when you do, much of what needs attention is going to be revealed. And I think many people tend to brush this off as hormonal and just like not take it seriously. But I believe that we're divine beings designed perfectly and there are no mistakes on how your cycle operates. It is crafted beautifully and perfectly. Again, it is your internal roadmap. As a woman, you have been blessed with this. I know a lot of people say, oh, it's a curse. It's only a curse because you're feeling symptoms that are out of alignment and they are screaming at you to get into alignment, screaming at you to pivot. There's something that needs to pivot mind, body, or soul. Something needs to pivot and shift to nurture you. And then you will fall back into alignment. Okay. So when I say it's a blessing, if I, if there's any of you listening and you're like, mm, I don't know about that. Take a look at that. Take a look at what are the symptoms that are making you feel this way? What are they? When do you feel them? What are they communicating to you? What are they communicating to you? All right. So this is also a time in which you have heightened organizational skills. What's working? What's not working? Let's get things in order. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's not like a, an energy. It's not like a go, let go, 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 go energy. <laughs> it's more like I'm feeling really tired and don't have time for this shit kind of energy. <laughs> but that's what's in your favor. I know it doesn't seem like it, but it actually is in your favor because you don't have the energy to do everything you have to do with only what's the most important. And because you have these heightened organizational skills, 
you're going to be able to implement that in such a more fashionable way. Okay. So, you know, you're going to be essentially wrapping things up to get you to a place that where you, you can, you can rest. So as a business owner or a yoga instructor, this is an optimal time for you to focus on admin tasks or wrap up projects before you begin your bleed and need to rest. Also, this can tend to be a longer phase of your cycle. So understanding your own personal rhythms here and how to honor your waning energy while also organizing and wrapping up things, it really is a personal journey that you're going to need to learn how to balance. And, you know, I'm giving you tips and things, but it really is going to be up to you. And again, the biggest piece of advice here that I can give you is to get intimate with your cycle because that is going to be your leading guidance. Okay. Understanding your personal rhythm so well that you know exactly what to anticipate and how to nurture yourself. When you do this, operating your business as well as your life, it just begins to flow in a more harmonious way. Ultimately, by understanding your cycle this deeply, you're going to learn what boundaries need to be put in place and when. You're going to be able to create and communicate more effectively, as well as be able to be a more compassionate and patient person with yourself as you navigate your business and your classes. So, you know, better serving yourself to better serve others. All right, let's go ahead and recap the question my previous client had asked me here. And that was, how do I, do I operate running my business when I feel so exhausted during the second part of my cycle? Here's the recap. Track your cycle. Understand how each phase of your cycle works and what to expect. Get to know your personal cycle intimately and arrange your life and tasks around it for more ease. And harness the superpowers of each phase and practice. Practice, practice, practice. All right. I promise you, when you do this, it will completely change the game of your business, your teachings, and your life. If you want to go deeper with me and embodying this work and niche down as a yoga instructor to serve women, visit my website, www.untamedyogini.com and check out my teacher training program, Womb Yoga Priestess, to learn more. I would love to invite you in. I want to thank you so much for listening. I, I so love being able to answer your questions here on this podcast. So if you do have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out or even topics that you, re, that you want me to talk about. You just visit my website and email me on my contact page. And I would be happy to either message you back or create an entire episode for you. Okay. So definitely reach out. And if you enjoy this podcast, um, you know, please leave a rating and share with a friend to expand our reach and serve more women like yourself. All right. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to comment and leave a rating. Not only would I be incredibly grateful, but it also helps us to expand our reach and build this amazing community. If you'd like to learn how you can work with me, please visit my website, untamedyogini.com. And don't forget to follow so you never miss an episode. You can join me right here every Wednesday. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.